0: What's up, everyone? I'm Joe Pompliano, and this is the Joe Pomp Show. I hope everyone's having an amazing day. The Masters is in full swing this weekend. There's some big, big, big names putting some low scores on the leaderboard so far, and it should be a great weekend. The newsletter and podcast on Wednesday about the business behind the Masters has been a huge success, and the response has been amazing. More than 100,000 people have viewed the newsletter online so far, People are sharing it, people are signing up, so thank you so much. If you have not read it yet or listened to it, I highly recommend it. I think that it's probably one of the better pieces that me and my team have put out over the last few months, so go check it out. But instead of the golf, I want to talk about Endeavor. Endeavor announced a huge deal this week where they're going to be buying World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. They're going to be combining that asset with their existing asset, the UFC, and creating one company. So two different businesses, combining them into one company, it's going to be a $21.4 billion company. It's immediately going to be one of the world's largest sports and entertainment companies. So today's podcast is going to break down exactly what happened, the financials behind the deal, and what might happen from this. So let's get right to it. All right, so Endeavor shocked the world earlier this week when they announced that they were going to be buying WWE. Now, it wasn't necessarily a surprise that WWE was selling. This has been going on for a long period of time. There was actually rumors, I think it was in January or February, that Saudi was going to be buying WWE. Vince McMahon was out of the company for a bit of time. He came back. They were actively trying to sell it. I think there was five or six bidders at one point, and now the deal is done. Endeavor is buying the business. Now, for those that don't know who Endeavor is, Endeavor is a talent agency. That's formerly what it was. It's now essentially a holding company, but it was formed when William Morris Endeavor, WME, merged with IMG. That's formerly what it was known as was WME IMG. Now it's called Endeavor. Its main office is in Beverly Hills, California, and they do a bunch of stuff. They represent talent, as in athletes, movie stars, whatever. They represent the NFL, the NHL. They own assets and businesses like the UFC, now the WWE, obviously, professional bull riders. And probably the most important thing that some of you might recognize is that the CEO, Ari Emanuel, he's Ari Gold in Entourage. That's literally what the character was. He was the agent of Mark Wahlberg, and that's what the the show was based off of. So that's Endeavor. It used to be WME and IMG. Now it's Endeavor. That's who they are. So they bought WWE this past week, and now they're going to be combining the UFC with the WWE to make one business. They valued the WWE at an enterprise value of $9.3 billion, and they're valuing the UFC at $12.1 billion. So if you add those two together, you get $21.4 billion. Obviously, that is a big, 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 big business. It's immediately going to be one of the largest sports and entertainment companies in the world. Ari Emanuel, who's the CEO of Endeavor, will be the CEO of this new company. Vince McMahon is staying on. He's currently the WWE executive chairman. He'll be the chairman of the new company. Dana White will continue in his role as UFC president. And Nick Khan, who used to be an agent and has been working with the WWE in an executive role for the last few years, will become the president of WWE. So these businesses are going to be under one roof, one entity. But they're kind of going to operate separately still. So each one of them is reportedly going to contribute some cash to this new entity. They're going to get combined $150 million when you add them both up. The board of directors is going to include 11 people, six from Endeavor and five from WWE, and the deal is expected to close later this year. Now, when you look at the ownership group of this new company, Endeavor will reportedly own 51% of the company and current WWE shareholders, people that own the stock today, will own 49% of the company. Now, there's a lot going on here. That's kind of like the headline stuff you need to know. But when you dig in the details, it gets much, much, much more interesting. So a lot of people were shocked about this, but it's honestly been a long time coming. If you remember I wrote about this in the newsletter a few months ago when they were reportedly about to be bought by the Saudis. And not only did I say that they could be bought for 8 to $8.5 but I said that Endeavor was one of the potential buyers. Now, humble brag, but I also said it could have been Comcast, Fox, Disney, Netflix, or Amazon. So I was one of six, and I got one right. Kudos to me. But you get the point. Some people thought this was a possibility, and now it is. They obviously had background in this when they acquired the UFC for $4.2 billion in 2016. That business, like I told you before, is now worth $12.1 billion. So seven years later, that business is three times what they bought it for. And it's pretty simple. They changed a lot of stuff when they took over the UFC. They dramatically increased the media rights fees. I think they signed a deal two years later or three years later with ESPN, They went from selling eight figures worth of sponsorships to now it's well into the nine figures. They've done licensing deals. They obviously have more pay-per-view. And when you look at UFC's business today, it's super, super impressive. They did $1.1 billion in revenue last year. That was up 20% year over year. They've sold out 21 consecutive events. On a revenue basis, about 70% of their revenue comes from media rights. 13% comes from sponsorships. 11% comes from live events. And 5% comes from consumer products. So the business is doing really well. It's humming along. Dana White previously said, I think it was probably six months ago or maybe even 12 months ago at this point, but he was asked by someone at a press conference, what does he think the UFC is worth? He said $10 billion and a bunch of people laughed at him. A bunch of people in the media laughed at him. people on Twitter were laughing at him. Look at it today. I didn't have a strong opinion, right? It's like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. You know, your inside endeavor, it's hard to tell what the business is actually worth. We didn't know how much revenue they were doing at the time. Now we know it's $1.1 $1. $1 billion. $12.1 billion valuation on that is probably a little bit out of the realm of what you would get on the traditional market, but it is what it is. And they're growing, which I think is impressive. 20% on $1.1 billion of revenue is extremely impressive. So it makes sense. Again, even if it's a billion dollars too high or $2 billion too high, it is what it is. That's what they're valuing. And the market will ultimately determine what it's worth. So we'll see. But the point being that Endeavor is now trying to do the exact same thing with WWE. Ari Emanuel literally in the press conference said, This is UFC 2.0. We're going to run the exact same playbook we did with them, with WWE, and we're going to build these businesses together. So those of that have been following along, the WWE has had a tumultuous few years. A lot has been going on. There's been hirings and firings. There's been multi-million dollar hush payments. Chairman Vince McMahon has faced public backlash, so much public backlash in the last few years. I can't remember a sports executive that has faced more, at least over the last three, four, five years. There's constantly articles across the internet about the business dealings that they're doing. He has lawsuits against him, all this stuff. He actually stepped back from the business for a period of time. He's now come back into the business. He said it was just for the sale, but it seems like he's staying on. I think he owns about 30% of WWE still, so he has a really sizable holding, obviously a few billion dollars worth depending on what valuation you want to assign it at a what period of time. But on today's valuation, it's worth a few billion dollars. So he's actively involved. And the point that I'm making with this is simple. Even with all of that stuff going on as distractions, the business with the WWE has been humming along. WWE posted a record $1.1 billion in revenue last year. WrestleMania 39 was in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium this past weekend. They had over 140,000 people attend over two days, and it was the highest grossing event in WWE history at $22 million at the gate. And when you look at their stock performance, it's even more impressive. WWE stock is up more than 60% over the last 12 months alone. That's before this deal was announced. And when you compare it to the broader market, it gets even crazier. The S&P 500 over that same time period is down 9%. Disney is down 25%. Amazon is down 36%. All these companies are getting decimated, and WWE is drastically outperforming. But more importantly, this deal is not about the past. It's about the future and what they can do with this asset. WWE has some of the most valuable intellectual property in sports. They have 50-plus years of content, characters, and stories, and then when you add in all the other stuff, the other assets they have, premium live events, merchandise, business, and more, it is so easy to see why Endeavor is excited. But I caveat all of this with, I don't actually think that the UFC or WWE is going to look all that different, at least not right now. All right, everyone, quick word from the sponsor of this episode, So rare. This is probably one of the hottest companies in sports right now. It was founded in 2018 by two guys named Nicola Julia and Adrian Montfort. They loved fantasy sports and sports collectibles, so they took the best parts of both industries and combined them to create So Rare. Athletes like Lionel Messi, Kylian Mbappe, Rudy Gobert, and Serena Williams are ambassadors for the company, and they now have more than 2 million registered users in 185 countries. But here's how it works. So rare lets you buy, sell, and trade digital trading cards of your favorite players. And rather than just looking at them, you can use these trading cards to enter fantasy sports competitions for digital rewards, like more cards, and experiential rewards, like going to an NBA game, meeting players, or winning merch. But here's the best part. It's completely free to get started. And if you go to sorare.com slash Pomp to sign up, So Rare is going to give you an additional 20 free cards for your collection. So go to sorare.com slash Pomp to sign up, and let's see if you can beat me. All right, let's get back to the episode. Here's what I think is going to happen. Endeavor is going to start cutting some jobs. They haven't said this yet. They actually shielded away the question when it came up on CNBC. They just said, hey, look, we'll look at some stuff. We're not going to say anything one way or the other right now. But what happened when they bought the UFC was very similar. And now that you have two businesses and you're combining them under one entity, the shareholders want to realize some efficiencies. So you're going to be able to share resources across sponsorships, across finances, you know, various front office roles too. And you're going to be able to cut some jobs from that. So some people will probably lose their jobs. They'll pull together resources and they'll try to make both of these companies more efficient. It's exactly what they did with the UFC. I expect them to do it again with WWE. But it's not like the UFC heavyweight champion of the world, John Jones, is going to be competing in WWE. That's just not going to happen, right? That's not reality and vice versa too. They're not going to be sharing superstars like that. But I will say... I do expect them to do some cross-promotion, right, to run commercials or whatever it is during each other events. Similar things that you would see across entities that have different businesses, right? That's what the value lies for Endeavor. The other thing that I think is important to mention is that they have media rights coming up. Their media rights for WWE's Peacock deal expires in 2026, and its TV deals for SmackDown, which is on Fox, and Raw, which is on USA Network, are up in 2023. The UFC deal is up in 2025. I don't know if they're going to package all these together. I assume they won't. You'll probably get a little bit more value if you separate them out and sell them on individual deals. But that may only happen on the linear side. NickCon has already talked about the ability to package these assets together from a streaming perspective and go sell that in 2026. Or maybe they return to pay-per-view. Right, That's another possibility too. So my point being that when you look at these different assets across the UFC and the WWE, whether it's the Peacock deal or SmackDown or Raw or pay-per-view or whatever it is across ESPN+, Plus, you now have this combination of things that has a very similar audience. A lot of the people that like the UFC, maybe they don't like the WWE but it's very similar in nature. There's some reports that have been done by various different people across Morning Console or or Stetisa or whoever it is. And the favorability of the WWE in the United States from UFC fans is very high and vice versa too, right? So while people argue about it online all the time about, hey, I'm a UFC fan. I don't like the WWE. It's stupid and vice versa. The reality is that people are open to it and that cross promotion is going to be much easier. I'm assuming this is data that Endeavor has already seen and they're excited about. So my point is simple. If they want to combine some of these assets, it's going to be possible. Maybe they split them out, but they're going to give themselves leverage by going able to be able to do this stuff. And people always forget that the WWE and the UFC have very similar background. There's history there. Vince McMahon actually at one point considered buying the UFC, and he ultimately had a small part in the success of the UFC because anyone that has followed the UFC for a long period of time knows that the ultimate fighter was really one of those turning points in the business. They got on Spike TV. They agreed to pay for it themselves, and that ultimately was what made the sport more popular It humanized the athletes and so forth. But McMahon approved that time slot because Monday Night Raw was on Spike, and it was coming up right after, and he approved it for Spike to give them that time slot, and he said, okay, no problem. Now, some stuff happened later on where he didn't necessarily agree with some of the people at the UFC. I think his name was Mike Goldberg. Goldberg declined to comment. The beef eventually died. But if you look at what's actually happened, there are some roots there. Brock Lesnar, he joined the UFC in 2008 after a few years in the WWE. Then Ronda Rousey came over to the WWE from the UFC. CM Punk has fought in the UFC from the WWE. So there's an opportunity to cross-promote some of these superstars. Again, people aren't going to be fighting one week in one, the next week in another. But you're going to see some cross-promotion for sure. And I think the other interesting thing here is that these companies should be running separate, right? Nick Khan had already reportedly had a meeting. ESPN is saying that he had a meeting with WWE staff right after the deal went through. And he said, Endeavor isn't going to be meddling much in the WWE's business. But again, I do think that you will see some cross-promotion and integration. You'll see the UFC posting about the WWE on social media and vice versa. You'll see advertisements on different programming. You'll see event appearances. You may see UFC fighters in the crowd at WWE events and so forth. I don't think they're going to try to ruin the other brands, right? If you're a WWE fan, you don't want to be constantly bombarded with UFC stuff and vice versa. But I do think that there's a lot of synergies they can realize here, media rights being one of them. Premium live events are another. Both of these businesses host hundreds of events combined throughout the year. Endeavor has a huge business doing that themselves. They'll be able to optimize this stuff. They'll be making more money than ever. And again, WWE has this backlog of stuff. They have characters. They have all these assets and this IP, this intellectual property that they can go out and monetize. And ultimately, what I think is going to happen is we're going to see the WWE turn into something that looks a lot more like Marvel. Or something like that, where you have these characters, you have this intellectual property that's extremely valuable. And if you look at streaming services, that's why many people were excited about the Peacock deal initially, was that you were going to be bringing over all of these characters and these stories and these assets, and you were going to have it all on one streaming platform. You were going to be able to tell these stories, and the streaming platforms were going to pay a lot of money for that because they need content, they want exclusive content, and they want premium content. And I still think a lot of that applies. But now the leverage is there because Endeavor has the ability to go sell this stuff, whether it's sponsorships or whatever, on an aggregated basis. It's the same reason why people do podcast networks, right? If you think about what a podcast network really is, take The Ringer, for example. Bill Simmons, when he started The Ringer, The Ringer was essentially his podcast at first. He didn't need to take on venture money. I think he actually raised a little bit of money from HBO at the time, but he only raised it because he was doing a competing show and and HBO wanted some of the upside. But his show was profitable, they had a big audience, and he was funding all this stuff himself. Now, they built out all this other stuff too, but ultimately the part that was valuable that enabled him to sell his company for hundreds of millions of dollars was this podcast network. He opened up other podcasts on the feet. he hired other young rising stars to come work for him too, he owned all of the IP on his shows and their shows, and he split up the impressions. So he would go to a brand from a sponsorship perspective and say, hey, we're going to guarantee you 5 million impressions. It could be over a month, over two months, whatever it is, but you're going to get 5 million impressions and here's how much you're going to pay us. Now, these are the synergies that can be realized by combining two similar assets, right? If you're a sponsorship brand or you're a brand that wants to do a sponsorship with the WWE, you probably are open to doing it with the UFC too, considering the demographic that you're trying to reach people age 20 to 45 high spenders, whatever it is. That demographic in the United States is very similar across these two promotions. So that's why I think it makes a lot of sense to buy the other asset, combine them into one and build this business. It's also going to offer you a higher multiple because they're growing at different speeds. So from a strictly economic perspective and a financial perspective, if you're a shareholder, it makes a lot of sense too. Like I said, we're going to see what the value of this asset is because it's going to be a publicly traded company. They're going to trade under the ticker TKO, which is hilarious, by the way. Even though we don't know the name of the company yet, they literally haven't told us what the name of the company is. They'll trade under the ticker TKO, and we'll see what the value is. The market is ultimately going to decide if these valuations are crazy, if the UFC should be worth $12 billion, if WWE should be worth 9000000000 billion. They'll tell us, right? They're going to tell us with the stock price. They're going to tell us with the performance over time, and we'll see what Endeavor is able to do. I'm excited because now we're going to get more info around these entities, right? We'll do quarterly reporting and stuff like that. And we'll get idea about revenue. We'll get ideas about how much tickets are being sold, what sponsorships look like, the future, and all of this stuff. Some of this was already public. You can go online and you can see all of WWE's history when it comes to revenue and so forth. But this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. And one of the reasons why it's crazy is to look at where these businesses came from. The WWE was bought by Vince McMahon for a million dollars. He bought it from his dad for a million dollars in 1982. He then expanded the story for those that don't know. It's pretty simple. It used to be a very regionalized business. There was just wrestling promotions all throughout the country. There was like 30 at the time. When Vince McMahon bought his promotion for a million dollars from his dad, he decided that there was going to be no more regionalized promotions. His was going to be basically the king of everything else. He went out and built it. He bought it for a million dollars. Now he's selling it for $9.3 billion. That's a 464,000% increase. And if you do it on an annualized basis, which is obviously more important, it's a compounded annual growth rate over the last 40 years of 25% a year. I mean, that's insane. And it gets even crazier because the UFC was bought by Dana White and the Fertitta Brothers for $2 million in 2001. The story is they essentially just acquired an octagon and the name. Literally, they got one octagon and the name. Now, you could argue there was some other stuff there, but they invested Millions of dollars into the business over years. They thought at one point they were going to have to shut it down. They didn't. It ended up exploding and blowing up. And that business has grown 604,000% in value over the last 22 years from $2 million to $12.1 billion. Obviously, some of that has been done under the eyes of Endeavor, but that's a compounded annual growth rate over the last 22 years of 49% a year. Again, insane, insane, insane. These are two of the biggest sports businesses in the world today. They have their roots in America. They're going to expand. They already are expanding. We're seeing this. Endeavor wants to be the one to take them there. They are going to run the exact same playbook that they did with the UFC on WWE. It's going to be interesting to see how much this business is worth one day. So I'm really excited to see what happens next. I think there's a lot of room to grow for both of these assets, even though they're valued at several billion dollars each. There's international expansion. I think the media deals can get much bigger, potentially billions of dollars bigger over the next three to four years as these deals come up. The intellectual property is obviously really valuable. And attention is oil in this economy, in this industry, and in this age. It is only getting more important. And Endeavor now owns two of the most valuable assets in the space. So we'll see what happens but I don't think this is the end for them. I think their business is going to get bigger and it'll be interesting to see how Endeavor does it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. It'll help the podcast get bigger. The bigger the podcast, the better guests I can get, the more time I can spend on this stuff. So thank you so much. Enjoy the weekend. Have fun watching the masters. Get outside, have fun with your families, et cetera. And we will talk on Monday. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, I appreciate you listening to The Joe Pomp Show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify so that you don't miss any episodes going forward. And if you are looking for additional content, check out my daily newsletter at readhuddleup.com or follow me on Twitter at Joe Pompliano. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next time.